0: Hello, this is Anna, and you are listening to Fangirl Happy Hour. Today, we are going to talk about all the things we are looking forward to in 2016. That's right, it's a list episode, and we are about to break your bank. With me today, as always, is my fellow Fangirl, Renee. Hi, Renee. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm really excited about a
1: list. Everybody wants Uh, a list.
0: I'm super excited about that as well. We have 20 items each, right? Yes,
1: so a whole
0: 40 things for people to
1: go, <laughs> God gonna, damn you, folks! They're gonna
0: hate us for <laughs> it, they're gonna get hate email or hate tweets, or it's gonna be awesome, I think, though. You're I, all welcome. My list has very few super hyped books. I don't know if Munders and Art, because I can't tell, I'm really bad at telling. I went with very obscure things, apart from the odd, you know, big name and big book. But I went with the obscure things that I saw online and I saw people recommending and said, oh, this looks weird and or good. So those are the ones that I've added to my list.
1: Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll be the one with all the big blockbusters on mine. But first, we have yes, some too. business. Yes,
0: so one of the things that we had to talk about is the giveaway that has just ended. The giveaway was for the three books by Anne Lackey, and we are going to be talking to the winner pretty soon. Do you have anything to talk about, Renee, in our business meeting part of the podcast?
1: <laughs> where we we just we, where we are, where we are super professional and discuss We're business. Else. Super. Yes, I do. Super. So we did a survey and eventually we'll have time at, between, you know, my stuff and your nine zillion jobs to actually do our survey episode and talk about some of the trends.
0: We must. We will. I will. We yes, will.
1: But some of the comments that we got like really made me happy and I thought that it would be neat to read a few of them until we do get time to do that episode.
0: Cool. So, can you read the marshmallow one?
1: Which one was that? I don't actually remember that one. It was That was like because we said, please be gentle, because we're marshmallow ones. And somebody somebody said, you are silly.
0: Boom, now you are roasted. Or something like this. And I know who that was. <laughs> that was so adorable. I love that one. I know who
1: that was,
0: too. <laughs> you do?
1: I do know who that oh. was. But I'm, we're not going to reveal it, because the survey is anonymous. But I do know who yeah.
0: that was. <laughs> but you need to tell me behind the scenes. Uh, don't worry, I will. But I thought, <laughs> no, it was really cute.
1: So we got so many nice comments, I can't- I will go in and read these comments when I'm feeling, like, sad, because they make me feel so happy. So first is, your podcast is one of my very favorite fandom-related things. I feel like you're both on the same wavelength as me, so it's nice to feel represented online and in fandom. You've inspired me to try to put myself out there more than I usually feel comfortable with, which is a very good thing. I also loved your coverage of the whole Hugo myth. I feel less insane and stabby about it because I could laugh along with you guys as you responded to the entire ridiculous myth. Plus, you've both recommended things that were amazing. Who doesn't love a good pile of books, comics, media wrecks? So for all of those reasons, thank you. You deserve a whole civilization of space bees for all your hard work.
0: It's just, such a, just a, such a cool comment. It uh-huh. mentions the, you know, the goes and he gives us space bees. It's like, thank you, listener. That was so nice. It
1: really was super nice. I was just like, oh my god. Another that I really liked was, thank you. I know it's hard to be a lady saying things out loud on the big, bad internet, and I salute you for your efforts. I would offer you a hug in person if I saw you, if that's your sort of thing. Keep up the good work, and good luck out there. P.S. I really hope you guys can make it to the next convention I'm attending, Emerald City Comic Con. If so, it would be awesome if a live episode could be recorded or something. Thanks. So uh, I am a hug person. I do not have that particular squeak. You can hug me anytime, although know, you may want I to dispatch check first because I might be like doing something and I might accidentally like hit you in the face. Be like, what?
0: <laughs> I am a I am a hug person too. We won't I'm be very going. Huggy
1: to Emerald
0: City Comic Con, because that's in Seattle,
1: right? That's Seattle Con. I
0: have I have no idea where is Emerald City. Is that is that us? That That's Seattle, Washington. Is it not us? No, it's what, actually in Washington, the, in the U.S. The, the, in, the Wonderful Wizards Live. But lives. It's, called, it's
1: called Emerald City Comic Con and then the one in Portland, because I don't exactly know why, but they're called the Rose City Comic Con. I won't be able to go. I do know somebody who's going, I think. I think he goes every year. But We won't be there, although I will be moving to the Pacific Northwest in a few years. I want to say years now that I've, I've jinxed us. We're trying to move. We're visiting this April just to scout out Portland. So in the future, I'll be up in that area, and we might end up doing some episodes recorded when I'm at the con and Anna's not, although I think we are trying to plan a live episode for... Kansas City this summer if I go? Right, Anna?
0: Yes, yes. I got my tickets already, so I'm definitely going. We can't decide until after April, but we're thinking about okay. it. But, you know, we're, we could do something. Even if you don't go, boo, I hope you go, we can do something. Like, you can be at home and then we can do a Skype call from the hotel and do a live episode with me there. No? No, I think it'd be neat. I wouldn't I wouldn't. Yeah. mind, but
1: Hopefully, we end up having the money to get to go. I uh, yes. have my fingers crossed. So, everybody cross your fingers for me. And toes. Yes, that too. Uh, okay, the last one I'll read for this this s- segment of let's reveal in people who love us is, <laughs> I just discovered this podcast when I was cleaning my closet and drawers and needed something to listen to while condo folding all my socks. Oh, my God. You were so dedicated condo folding your socks. I'm so proud <laughs> of you, Anon. To quote both Renee and Anna, it's so cute and adorable. I really feel like I'm having a happy hour with friends, but friends who like cool stuff that most of my in real life friends don't like. It has also made me want to start reading adult science fiction and fantasy again. I'm an educator, so I mostly read YA and middle grade books. And thank you for introducing me to Tech Please. And if it wasn't for Renee, I never would have read a story about Captain America's Jock, so that is pretty much a win for everyone. <laughs> and I, I'm so proud I could bring that story into your life. You're welcome.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm so, like, I'm brimming. I'm cavelling.
0: Oh, my God. This is amazing. So I know
1: I, I love that we, it feels chatty. I really like when people tell me that. Like, oh, I feel like I'm sitting around with friends and just having a conversation. And it really feels nice because that's what we strive to do
0: exactly like a nice chat between friends having some tea or and alcohol
1: <laughs> you know alcohol. it's a happy hour so it is. you can feel free to drink and i guess it's I like time it. to go into the actual episode Yay, Liv! yay
0: so now that we have everything out of the way it's time for our lists renee you go first oh boy no pressure
1: My first thing is a science fiction book called Two Like the Lightning by Otta Palmer. I think this is being published by Tor. And it's like the start of a four book series. And it sounds super fascinating. I have never read this author, as everybody probably knows by now. I'm doing a thing where I read 100 unique authors. So when I saw this book, and they were like, science fiction and adventure... I was like, "Oh, it's an author I haven't read, and it's sounds fiction. It is definitely going on my list, and the cover is really pretty too. It's got a really artsy cover." I am super shallow, and I tend to uh, gravitate toward covers that are pretty. Uh,
0: you, you tell me about. I think a lot of the books on my list here are here because of covers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I
1: can't help it. Like, if a book, I'm just that person who judges a book by its cover. I can't. I know it's terrible because. Like, this is the reason I
0: didn't read Majel for so long. I'm just like, no, this covers are terrible. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with Thaya in which I go, Oh my god, I want to read this book so much. And she said, and she says, Anna, have you even read what this book's about? It doesn't sound like another book at all. It has like dystopian shit, whatever. And I'm like, oh, But it looks so nice. That is exactly
1: what I do with all, like, the space opera books by all these, like, rando dudes that come out. (laughs) But they have these, like, cool spaceship covers and stars. And I'm just like, ah, I want to read that book. And then I read them, like, I read the thing and I'm like, oh, man, that doesn't sound. Oh, God, it sounds like an MRA in space. I don't want to read this.
0: Oh, my God, no. MRA in space. Oh, my God exactly yeah.
1: we've got to move on you're next oh
0: my god okay so my next one well my first one is also a science fiction novel it's uh called singularity game and it's by andrea Cohost, and andrea is a self-published author and i have read most of her books and they are all amazing And I highly recommend people to check her books out. She has like fantasy, she has YA, and she has tons of science fiction, and they are super great. And this one is about a full virtual reality game that goes wrong. The covers, it's a series, and the covers are amazing. Well, like we were just saying, right? So the covers are really good. Um, She uses a lot of she she works with Julie Dillon a lot for her covers, actually. But I'm not sure if this one is a Julie Dillon cover. Anyway, Andrea K. K- Horst and Singularity Game.
1: So next on my list is the Netflix show Fuller House. I feel really bad about this. But, like, I grew up with Fuller House, this show. <laughs> I can't believe it. I grew up with this show. Like, I'm, I was thinking back the other day, thinking about the shows I loved. Like, when I seriously said, on thought thought about it. I watched like a lot of black television when I was a kid and a teenager. I'm talking about like Family Matters, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I didn't like Martin very much, but I would watch it when it was on. Sister Sister. I watched all these shows and, and my T V viewing was pretty pretty black. No, that I think about it, like sitcom wise. And so the one like white show that I watched sitcom wise was Full House. And so like I got into Boy Meets World and stuff like that, and then I kind of went less diverse. But I thought that was really fascinating. Ah, memories. I watched so many episodes of the show, you don't even know. There was an episode where Stephanie did, like, a dance routine. Uh. And when I was a child, I learned that dance routine and would perform <laughs> it for people when they asked me to.
0: That is so cool. That that show was on in Brazil as well, so I watched quite a lot of those episodes and i'm looking forward to the to the new is it is it out in 2016 then it's a netflix one yeah, I'm right? pretty sure it's out this yeah. Year.
1: that's what all cool. the promotion has said although they okay. have mentioned that michelle won't be coming back and the show will address that michelle's not coming back i'm just like oh this is the worst i hope this is a fake out please let her like appear on the last episode that would be great <laughs> so i don't know i'm really excited
0: Right. And speaking of Netflix, then I'm gonna go with a Netflix show next. Uh, it's the season two of sense which I loved last year. And I was so happy when they renewed it for second season. They're already filming it and it's gonna come out in June this year. Wow, that's really soon. So yes, yeah, and you have you have exactly five months to catch up. So okay, well I can do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I promise. I'm going to. Yes, it's so great. I think you, I think you actually would really love that show, Renee.
1: I'm gonna give it a shot now that I'm have more energy. So next time on is a book. It's an anthology actually called The Geek Feminist Revolution by Cameron Hurley. So Cameron has really made a name for herself nonfiction wise essay writing. I tend to like her nonfiction more than her fiction, I think mostly because all her fiction is pretty dark I mean it's it's dark there's just no way to there's just no way to cut it other than that saying it's fucking dark and I'm not a big fan of dark fiction so obviously, um I really liked her writing, but I wasn't getting her fiction, so I sort of gravitated to her nonfiction and there I've really found a voice that I think is really insightful on a lot of issues i do tend to get kind of discouraged when she's like writing sucks and it's hard and it's a business and it's hard and it's miserable and you will work forever and not get anything like i get kind of like i get kind of discouraged
0: that's really interesting sorry to interrupt but that's really interesting that you get discouraged because those posts actually encourage me
1: oh wow that's totally not me because
0: i see myself in what she's saying
1: I've spent my entire life having people tell me it's it's too hard and you're gonna be you're gonna fail and it's gonna be miserable and I'm just like yeah no I'm out so <laughs> it doesn't work that kind of like motivation if that's what it's supposed to be doesn't work but I really do like her feminism like the way she talks about feminist issues so I'm really really excited to read this anthology because
0: I think it's gonna be pretty good and it's got a llama on the cover who can resist that llamas are the best. My next one is another book. It's a YA novel. It's called The Reader by Tracy Chi. It's, it's set in an alternate reality or a different world in which books are mysterious objects and the, the vast majority, majority of society is illiterate. But she can read. And because she can read, she's special. So, you know, books... In a book, with a pretty cover, it says, it has Anna all over it, basically. I
1: think I found this one from you, I added it too. Because I was like, yeah. oh, that sounds great.
0: Yes, exactly. And the cover is really cool, it has a person of color. And I think the author is also a person of color. Oh, so, yeah. Next!
1: Last year, this trailer came out. And it was a trailer for a series of Unfortunate Events and it was the greatest trailer i've ever seen it used a song from uh the band Amanda palmer was in whose name i now can't remember but it was super creepy and it was like everything i had loved about the the series of books that i read a few years ago cuz i read the whole series i mainlined it in like 2 weeks
0: <laughs> wow i was i
1: was like real i was real into that series i loved it and i never
0: i never read them
1: Oh wow! Well, I think you would like them actually. They seem to be mm. like they're not. I wouldn't call them like straight up horror. They're more like. Are
0: they old enough to qualify for a vault episode? I think so. Yeah. Maybe we should put the first one there.
1: Maybe we should, because I want you to read the series. When the trailer came out, everybody got super excited, and then Netflix came and said, "Oh, this wasn't us. A fan made this. This was not. This is not our." our project. That's kind of the shtick of the personality that Daniel Handler uses as Lemmy Snicket. Like, that's kind of a stick that the thing, like, oh, I didn't do this. Like, this wasn't us. This wasn't uh, us. And so now it's... I'm really suspicious. <laughs> Netflix is a perfect company to like work with that type of personality and author to make yeah. the series like very metatextual so now i'm just really suspicious I, I got my on new netflix i'm i i do not believe you I don't believe your denials it was too good so i'm really really excited that this is supposed to come out this year i think i really hope i'm if i'm wrong just don't tell me i just live in denial no i don't
0: think you are wrong i'm pretty sure they announced last week the new patrick Harris would be part of it oh good well i hope i'm not wrong but if i am just let me live in
1: denial <laughs> i'm super excited for the series i'm super excited
0: i'm gonna go with another series as well another netflix netflix is taking over our lives i'm fine with it i welcome our new netflix overlords Uh, totally so you know luke cage is coming out this year i'm not gonna say anything else just leave it like that if you liked jessica jones i'm pretty sure you know what i'm talking about If you enjoyed you know, that
1: towel scene, well, guess what? There's a whole I, series of that coming uh, right yeah! to your eyeballs.
0: <laughs> I cannot wait, seriously. I'm watching season six of um, The Good Wife, and that actor plays um, one of the main characters, well, one of the main secondary characters, let's put it like that. And And he's terrifying in it because he's a drug dealer. But he's so pretty. It's fine. He's just going to look at it. Just
1: look at him there. Don't worry so much about what he's oh doing. Oh my
0: god! Oh my god!
1: Oh uh, Mike Coulter. <laughs> you have no idea what you've done to our loins.
0: The loins oh my god! The loins oh of god. women he, everywhere. He, oh my god, he wears such beautiful suits in The Good Wife as well, and amazing ties. And I'm like, I don't even like ties, but hello.
1: <laughs> until, you didn't even know that was a kink you had until he wore them well, on this show.
0: Apparently. And now we just shared a lot with our listeners. You're welcome.
1: So there's a book coming out called Non-Fox Gambit by Yoon Ha Lee. This is de- one definitely one of those like books that like shouted my name from the screen when I saw the cover. Because I saw the cover first and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I want to read it. And I guess it's about a captain who's trying to redeem herself. And it doesn't matter. Whatever the, the description is, you can look it up, but that cover is great, so I'm reading it, and I don't care, I don't care what it's about. Actually, I think we're covering this with the podcast, right? I'm really excited, because I'm going to make you read it, too, with me. I have a copy. I'm so jealous! <laughs> I've asked for a copy, and they said yes, so Yeah, fine. so,
0: exactly. So, so
1: we're going to cover it with the podcast, and just Fantastic. FYI, I'm probably going to, like, screech about the cover a whole lot, because... That but it's like, great.
0: it's not out until June or something ridiculous like this. I oh, know, it's fine. We'll just be extra prepared. It's just, we need to count how many books we have to read before we can get to that one. Like, so many. So
1: many. <laughs> Too much. So, so many. many. And also, this book is the start of a new series. I'm really sorry, people who want standalone books. Uh, but yeah, it's the start of a new series. So I'm real excited.
0: That's That was going to be on my list, but then I saw that it was on your list first. So oh, I was like, oh, okay. That's fine. Then there's more room for more books, um, like the Star-Touched Queen, another YA, another fantasy, and it's out in April, and it's by Roshani Chokshi, and she's actually one of Booksmuggler's publishing authors. We published Vishakanya's Choice last year by her. That's why I knew her name. Yeah. And she's lovely and her writing is beautiful. And I'm so happy because I can see that a lot of people have been adding her book to Goodreads lists and there's a lot of marketing behind it, which is, you know, is amazing because there are so many books out every year and there's a limited budget for marketing from big publishers and I'm glad that they are doing a lot for her book. So I am so excited to read it. I cannot wait.
1: Next on my list is Babylon's Ashes by James S. A. Corey. It's ah! Surprise! Not a surprise at all, because I <laughs> love Nemesis games, and it ended on this note, and with a combination of characters, and I'm just like, oh, they did it! They finally did it! They gave me what I wanted, and what I wanted for, like, four books. I'm so happy. Of course, the uh, the universe is currently, like, fubar, so I'm <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see how they resolve it. I can't really say anything because it's full of spoilers. I love this series. I, actually, the first season that was adapted for sci-fi just finished recently. It just, it and just finished. Yeah, Five it episodes. did. And all the episodes are out, so you can go and watch the first season adapted from the first book. And I had some feelings with the TV show that I'm not going to go into here, but hmm. I... I'm really excited about the second season, which is really not gonna come out until two thousand seventeen. <laughs> That's the one I wanted, Calaman's War*. And I gotta wait till two thousand and seventeen. Shit. Oh god, fuck my <laughs> life. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so it's okay because Battle of Ashes comes out this year. And this um, year? in June. And that means I get like in basically April I get to start like hovering around Ellen right from Orbit going, Hey, 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 what's up? Hey, it's me. <laughs> your your favorite your favorite person. <laughs> I don't know if I'm Ellen's favorite person. Probably not,
0: but <sighs> I can pretend. So speaking of sequels, speaking of Orbit, so a very obvious, one of the big ones on my list is Obelisk Gate by N.K. Jemisin, And the sequel to The Fifth Season, which was one of my top ten books from last year. And it's out in August, and I am in hooks for this one because I cannot wait to see what the fuck is up with the obelisks. So... I know,
1: I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, I'm just like...
1: I really want the fifth season to win, like, all the awards.
0: Do you think it might? I don't
1: know. It's really... It's hard. There's so many good books out. There's so many good books this year that are up for awards. I was looking at the Nebula, like, the SFWA, like, recommended reading list. Yeah. And the fifth season is up there, but there are some other really good books up there, too. So I don't know how it's going to shake out. But in my head... It'll. it'll I'll just give it i just. It's a winner. Ten thousand space okay. bees. Okay. Ten thousand. So next for me is Finding Dory. <gasps> oh, is that the? That's the sequel to Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo.
0: Oh, I it's out this year. Yeah,
1: I think so. And I'm not like super excited about Pixar sequels because sometimes, obviously, it's it's you face like a car situation or oh. something else. <laughs> no. So I'm cautiously optimistic because I just don't think, I just don't know how you top Bonnie Nemo. Bonnie Nemo is one of my number one Pixar movies. Like I, It's like pretty much tied with the Incredibles. So I'm really nervous. It's going be, gonna to be bad, but I'm since they've gotten Ellen DeGeneres back to do the voice of Dory. So I'm, just- <laughs> I'm just going to go in being be like, I trust, I trust you Pixar. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. guys. Don't fuck this up. Don't so we're up. gonna
0: you're gonna be my like <sighs> mine 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 mine, uh, mine 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 mine
1: mine. I hope those birds are back. I love those birds. So yeah, that's that's uh. the best thing of movie. <laughs> one of my top anticipated movies for this year.
0: I have a movie next to, and it's Rogue One. It's the next Star Wars movie, and it's a prequel to *Hodor*. Let me, let me find myself. It says it's just before A New Hope. So it's in between the uh, the prequels and the original stories. And it's about the group of space rebels that go and try to find the map or the blueprint to the Death Star so that everything can happen in A New Hope.
1: My next one is a movie as well. It's called Alice to the Looking Glass. It's a Tim Burton film, I think, unless he's not working on it. I just assumed he was because the poster looks like definitely a Tim Burton type film. But I loved the first one, the Alice in Wonderland that came out a few years ago with Mia Wachowski. I grew up with a lot of Alice in Wonderland cartoons and I never really connected with it. I liked the poetry of the dude, what's it, Lewis Carroll. Like, I liked the poetry about the canon I actually presented the Jabberwocky, the whole poem. I still actually could probably recite that poem from memory.
0: <laughs> I gave Do it. it. No, I, I don't know if you. I can. Do it now. Now. Try it. Oh, gosh.
1: T'was brillig and the slithy toves, did gar and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the boar goves, and the moam wraiths outgrabe. Beware the Jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jub-jub bird and shun, the from bandersnatch. He took his verbal sword in hand, long time the man's own foe he sought. So rested he by the tum-tum tree and thud- stood a while and thought. And that's as much as I remember, but that's a lot.
0: Did you just do that by, like, without reading it? Yeah. I didn't, uh, that's, that's amazing. It. I'm going to clap.
1: I'm like, I'm really frustrated that I don't know the rest of it. But, like, if I, if I thought about it longer, I thought I probably could. But, like, I really liked his The Walrus and the Carpenter. I liked that one, too. I never really got into the cartoons. There was this really creepy live-action Disney movie with that was Alice in Wonderland that had, like, the creepy, like, puppet Jabberwocky <laughs> that, that I watched on the Disney Channel when I was a kid. And I just never really connected, I guess, until this... Latest, like Dallas in Wonderland*, that came out by Tim Burton. Also, I will say when I first this when I first saw this movie, I thought that the Mad Hatter was played by Elijah Wood and not Johnny Depp because it looks like Elijah <laughs> Wood, but it's not. It's Johnny Depp and like one of. The favorite how, roles.
0: How do you confuse Elijah? Wood? You need to go
1: look up a poster for Alice in Wonderland. What? And look at the poster from Johnny Depp dressed up as a Mad Hatter because it looks like Elijah Wood to me. I don't know what's happening.
0: <laughs> what is happening exactly? What is happening to you? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Okay, yes. But... Now I'm curious. Right, my next one is another book and it's uh, middle grade and Claire Legrand has become one of my favorite writers of kidlit, And if you haven't read any of her books yet, I really recommend them. And Some Kind of Happiness is coming out in May. And it's about um, a girl with depression and she finds like a secret world and it's about magic and it's about healing and it's about family. So... And I know that she writes. She writes so well. She just has this way of making things that are dark not be hopeless. And I really, really like her writing. So I really want to read this very soon. I'm glad May's is just around the corner. Basically, basically. Mostly.
1: I mean, it's it's almost it's, pro- it's probably already here. It's outside. Yes.
0: Writing. Yeah. We just we just haven't noticed yet <laughs> because we are sitting here for such a long time. <laughs>
1: next on my list is a book called Winter Song by S.J. Jones. So the reason that this book caught my eye is because somebody was like, this sounds like a, like the labyrinth, but in a book. And I was like, wait, the labyrinth in a book? This sin's this sounds nice. I'm going to try to read this. So I went ahead and added it to my reading list and then I forgot about it, that it was there. And then I finally saw the actual blurb and I'm just like, Wow, you undersold this book, because I definitely want to read this book now, because there's like a Goblin King, and there's a girl that has to face the Goblin King, I'm like, I'm reading it, I'm reading it, it's done, I'm reading it. So, so. what's
0: the what's the title again? Winter Song? It's by S.J. Jones. I, I don't think I have heard about this book before, but it sounds amazing. Give it to me!
1: It comes out on September 13th, 2016, you're all welcome. Okay. I'm sure I'm getting cursed right now. They're like, fuck every day. How how, how dare you recommend a book that doesn't come out at the end of the year? I hate
0: you. I'm going to hear it now. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I have a great title that is coming out now in February, just to make up for this. Okay. Hit me. I don't even know what this book is about, but the name is Kill the Boy Band. And it's by someone called Goldie Modowski. What? I know. Apparently, it's about super fans and super girls, four super fans go to this concert and kidnap the the lead singer of a boy band. This sounds like a Japanese <laughs> anime. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. It's a YA novel. I've seen it around a couple of times in lists from people that I trust. So I'm really going to give this one a try. I love the title. Sometimes that is just enough for me. Yeah, to want I to agree. It. Like, on top of, you know, good covers, also titles. Kill the Boy Band. Who doesn't want to read that? I want to read that now. Exactly.
1: Okay, so the next one I have doesn't have a title. It's untitled. <laughs> so I'm just assuming it's going to come out at this point. The next Bourne movie with Matt Damon. I actually love the Bourne movies a whole lot. I really like that character. I really like how Matt Damon plays that character. And like as far as like act like action movies goes, the board movies are the thing that I will actually go to the theater and see in the theater <laughs> now at this point because I like them so much. The last one with Jeremy Renner was okay. It just has face looks like a shoe, so I <laughs> really know what to do with that. Uh, I get really distracted. But I love Matt Damon and these roles, so yeah, I'm really excited about whatever is going to happen in that movie. I don't even care what happens; it, I don't care. He can ride a motorcycle in circles and like punch guys and do nothing else for two <laughs> well, hours, and but I'd that's be okay. Basically,
0: that's basically what it is. Yes,
1: that's exactly right, and I love it. I'm I'm there for it. <laughs> but,
0: well, I I confess I like them as well. Exactly. So that's. So. So
1: maybe we should talk about it. Maybe we should both go see it and talk about it. Let's do it. <laughs> talk about it. Like, Let's do it. Talk about Matt but... Damon and his abs and his muscles and punching things for like an hour.
0: I'm sure our listeners will totally get a kick out of that. I wonder if someone will go and rescue him because you know it's a thing now that you just go and rescue Matt. And
1: <laughs> I wonder what woman he's going to have to save so she can later save his ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that would be cool. That would be. Let's subvert
1: you know, something untitled exactly. Born Sequel. We can do it. I believe in you. Uh,
0: my next one is another book, Surprise, and it's from Saga Press. It's interesting that I don't see a lot of people reviewing or talking about Saga Press, but they have a lot of really cool things coming out. And one of those is uh, a book coming out in May by Cat Howard called Roses and Rot, I've seen her on Twitter. She sounds like a really interesting person. I, I like what she has to say. And this book seems like it's going to be a fairy tale retelling of some sort.
1: Oh, wow. You love it already. Yeah,
0: you know it. You know it. I'm, I'm easy like that. So my next one is a book by
1: Roxane Gay, who is a feminist critic and commentator. It was really popular. She reads for The Butter and The Toast. The butter. I can't tell the difference between these two things. I'm sure everybody knows what I mean by the toast. And she writes over in that direction. She's really good. She also does, like, columns for um, mainstream magazines and stuff. She wrote a book called Bad Feminist, which is a collection of essays, which I haven't written yet, but this time she's written a book called Hunger, and well, like me, she's a heavy set woman, so I'm really interested in reading this book to see what she has to say about just her relationship to food, because I'm sure it's going to be really excellent, I have a very complicated relationship with food, as in I have a lot of trouble eating in front of people, period. Mm. And sometimes trouble eating by myself, period. Like, oh, it's been 18 hours and I haven't eaten. That's not good. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm excited about this book. Obviously, I have some food issues that I hope <laughs> that I can maybe work out by reading what she has to say about
0: them. Have you read any any of her other books before? No,
1: cuz I didn't I haven't read Bathemos yet because every time I go to get it out from the library it's not it's not there cuz somebody is reading it. It's really popular. And I've right. never put a hold on it and I mostly have read her online articles and I read her Twitter. I love okay. her Twitter. She's so yeah.
0: she's so wonderful on Twitter. The next one that I am excited about is actually already on halfway through. And it's The X-Files Season 10, (laughs) or the miniseries of The X-Files. And it's been quite a few years since that show ended. And now they are back with the original cast. And I am a huge, huge, huge fan of that show. And I was so excited about the return to our little screen. And the first, I've watched, there's been three episodes already. I've watched the first two so far. And they were awful. There was so much retconning. There was terrible acting. They were nonsensical episodes. Nothing made sense. They were truly, truly bad. In other words, it was pure gold X-Files. And I loved it. <laughs>
1: oh my god! I didn't, I did not see, I did not see that coming,
0: Anna. Good job. I was just like, I was like, X Files, you are back, baby. This is so bad. It was like the acting. There is this one scene where they 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 have a go at each other and they are kind of like screaming their lines, and that was pure season one bad acting. X Files. It oh, got boy. so much better later on, but. That one episode right there, I was like, what the fuck? I love it. And apparently the third episode was amazing. Monster of the Week, funny, light episode, which is my favorite type of X-File episode. I was not hugely into the whole mythology, but I loved the Monster of the Week episodes.
1: So everybody can just expect that wreck to pop up later. Yep. So Star Trek Beyond... Who's excited? Yeah, I forgot
0: about that one. Okay, so
1: <laughs> the trailer makes it look like a generic action movie in space. So, But like Simon Peg came out and was like, well, they have to market it. It's not all there is. There's some other stuff. So, you know what? I'm just going to trust that he knows what he's talking about since he's working on it. And go in with an open mind because, I mean, I just don't see how they could do worse than the... Last one, which was Into Darkness, well, could you get any worse than that? I mean, they probably could. And now that I've said it, I've jinxed everybody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've ruined it all for everyone in the world. But this mm. is definitely not the Star Trek that I would think of as Star Trek. It's definitely, definitely like feels more like really shitty fanfic because what the original creators. Of the reboot took away from the original series was not what the creator of the series I think wanted people to take away from the series. (laughs) That's so they sort of operate in like different venues. If you want like classic track with like its messages intact, you need to go back to the beginning to the like the original. This is just like. Really bad fanfic. This is the fanfic that you bookmark, <laughs> but privately, so nobody can see that you like it. This is also the fandom that I want to wreck you a story in. that's one hundred and eight thousand.
0: okay. Words. Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not doing a good job telling it, but I promise this fanfic is really good. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm, st- I'm excited for it. Like, even if it's bad, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be adventures in space, and I'm gonna get to see Uhura probably be awesome, and so it'll be fine. I'm sure it's going to be fine. I mean... And if I hate it, I'll just go watch maybe. Jupiter Ascending again.
0: Yes. Or cleanse exactly. my palate. My next one... Which one should I talk about next? I have, like... I think I've saved the best for last. Oh, boy. Um. Okay. So, the next one is a another kid-lit novel. It's called Shadow Magic, and it's by Joshua Kahn. And Joshua Kahn is a pen name of another author, he's uh, from the UK uh, Shawat Shada and he wrote amazing books and now he is doing this children's series and it's two it's a little boy and a little girl and they are in trouble, I think he was kidnapped and made into a slave and she is something else but they end up in a place called Castle Gloom and they need to save the world. So I really wanna read this. I love his writing, he's really good fun. I have a lot of kid here as you can see. You do. You're making exactly. good on your Exactly. Good exactly. Job. I I'm glad you noticed.
1: My next one is The Race by Nina Allen. This book came out a few years ago, but it only came out in the UK. Yep. And I didn't have access to the UK. Everybody's like, use this site. I'm like, I don't, with what money? I don't, like, i am I just going to yank it out of my ass? No. So I can't really order books if they only come out in the UK because all my money wrapped up in, like, gift cards. Now it's coming out here. I finally get to read it. Nina Allen has actually been really supportive of my writing and, like, supportive and cheer. Like, she cheers me on and we were on a podcast together and she was really smart and she knew so much about the field. So I'm really, really excited to get to read her book, finally.
0: That book was so well-received here in the UK. I don't so actually know well what it's received. about.
1: And I've... I said there are horses! I inside. know, but I don't know what it's so. about. And I haven't... Like, I've deliberately, like, not looked it up. Because I kind of just want to go in completely blind. And not make any, like, have any preconceived notions of what it's going to be like. I really want to read that book, too, Renee. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited that it's going to... Finally, be available for me to read. Ooh. So maybe we should read it together. Yes, for the podcast. We should. To the podcast. Let's just plan our entire year out here. Yeah, right now. Visit. I hope everybody enjoys all this talk about these things because they're going to okay. come back.
0: Yeah, re- really, we are punking you because this is basically our business meeting for us, but yes. in disguise. <laughs> Shh, don't, <laughs> don't, like, don't like n- the secret. Like ninja bees. <laughs> Ninja Space Bees. Okay, so for me next one it's Sararis Brenner is a writer that I really like. I really trust her. And she has a new book coming out in April that is a retelling of a tale of two cities but with vampires. I am going to give this a try. It's called Tell the Wind and Fire. I heard about this
1: book, but I've never read a Tale of Two Cities, so I don't know anything about well, that. It I, just sounds I, cool.
0: I haven't either. And I don't really care, so I'm going to probably go to the Wikipedia page of <laughs> everything. So I'll take Two Cities and then read a lot about the plot the 21st and then, century, and then I'll be ready.
1: It's the 21st century SparkNotes.
0: <laughs> yes, <Wikipedia>. exactly. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. It is. Any Stop. any
1: any people in college listening to this, do not take our do not take our advice. Just
0: read the book. Just read oh, the book. Take the advice. Take the advice. That book is so big, and it's Charles Dickens, and he's so boring. No, he's not. Oh. He's got stuff happening. Oh no,
1: I loved Oliver Twist.
0: No, yes,
1: I did. I loved it. it was so bad. The book, Oliver Twist. The book. Yes, I think I read dickens in a context that worked because he wrote he wrote serially like he wrote serial works and they came in parts so as a novel like if you read it as a novel it's like oh what's happening but if you read his work serially kind of like it's meant to be read it actually is pretty good like the format actually makes it work better if you read it in a serial way so we would read like one part of whatever for a class and then we wouldn't have to read the next part into the next class, so it worked out pretty nicely, and I got to really appreciate what he was doing in his work without having to read it
0: as a novel. So I could never finish any one of of his novels. I watched the adaptations. <laughs> I watched Scrooge with Bill Murray. That's good. That that counts. That counts. <laughs> that totally counts. I don't
1: I don't know. A Christmas Carol? Mm, I'm dubious. I think the Muppets win that one. Muppet Christmas
0: Carol. Oh no! Oh no! Scrooge's one of my favorite movies of Muppets. all time. Muppets. No, Scrooge. Muppets. Scrooge! Oh, Wow!
1: This is a, this is. We can't talk about this clearly, so we gotta move on. My next thing is a game, which Anna doesn't play. So she's gonna be like, "What the hell?" So a uh, few. Years ago, I say, it's probably more like a decade, I was addicted to this game called Roller Coaster Tycoon, where you built theme parks. I'm sure people know what this is. But I love the stupid game where you would just build rides and have like food stands and bathrooms and you could organize your park how you wanted and charge for tickets and you had to make a business and have it work. And I love the stupid game so much. (laughs) And so there's a sequel coming out called Roller Coaster Tycoon World. I'm there. I don't even, I want to take over Zach's computer to play this game because it's for, like, PC. I don't even know if they're going to make it for Mac. If you don't, like, if we had to go on a hiatus for, like, three months and you need to wonder where we are, it's because I'm playing Roller Coaster Tycoon World. Oh,
0: no. No. Yeah.
1: I'm real excited. No, I'm not, like, no, I'm not going to do that, Anna, but I'm just saying that's how much I'm excited for this
0: game. Okay. All right. I understand. Be- Do you know why I understand? Because I'm also excited for something silly. My next pick is the Hugo Awards 2016.
1: <laughs> Nobody okay. can escape it. I'm so sorry, I guys. had
0: I had to put it there. Okay. I'm excited for this thing. and Nominations are open now. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this?
1: I'm not ready for this at all. I want everybody to uh, feel free to vote for AO3, Archive of Our Own and Best Related Work. You know, if you want.
0: But only if they vote for Fangirl Happy Hour for Best Fan Cast as well.
1: And now we just lost 800 subscribers.
0: <laughs> I am so smooth. We just lost
1: everybody. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I did this whole post on Tumblr about AO3 and why I think it's eligible. Just like, And I think I made some like really, probably Very not good. nice comment. Because somebody last year was like, it's the... Mi- you can't nominate it because the mechanics don't change year to year. It's the same code. I'm like, I'm not nominated because of the mechanics, and I'm like, it, in the post I wrote, I was like, if you argue mechanics, it's real funny that people trot out the mechanics when talking about A O three, but they don't trot out the mechanics when you know talking about the eligibility of a podcast run by a male professional. Their mechanics don't change, so why are they still eligible? If I had a mic, I would drop it, but that would not be good. <laughs> <hurt> <laughs> So, my next item is a book. It's by Mer Lafferty, who I've never read. This fits into my 100 unique women goal, so go me. I don't really know what this is about, except apparently there's some people in spaceships and they wake up and, like, everybody's dead, but they don't have any memories or something? I don't even know. no, it sounds like a, like a locked house mystery in space, kind of. Whatever. Oh, I like that. So, I'm really into it. It sounds cool. It comes out from orbit this year, but I don't know when. So probably that means, you know, October.
0: Yeah. My next one is a time travel novel. Of course it is. Because there had to be at least one here. And it's called The Girl from Everywhere by Heidi Heilig. I think that's how you say her name. That book is getting a lot of buzz, a lot of early buzz. A lot of people were saying that the book is amazing. So I'm a little cautious because, so the story goes that this girl, she lives with her father on a traveling flying ship that goes to different times. And apparently her mother died when she was born. And her father has been focused on trying to get her mom back But the point is that if that happens, then our character doesn't exist anymore. That's what makes me cautious because, you know, again, we are talking about the main pain that is more important even than the main character of the novel. But again, I haven't read it yet. People that I trust have liked it very much and it's time travel and I'm going to give it a go. And I'm really curious to see how this is played out. That sounds dark. I don't know if it is, though. I
1: mean, your very existence versus your mother's existence? That sounds pretty really dark. Well,
0: yeah, I guess when you put it like that.
1: <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah. I'm going to read that next, actually, as soon as I'm finished with All the Birds in the Sky, which I'm reading right now, and it's amazing.
1: It's so great. Everybody read it. So my next one is back to video games, which Anna can't play because she doesn't play video games. It's called Horizon Zero Dawn. If even if you aren't a video game into video games, I really want you to go to YouTube and just look up this game Horizon Zero Dawn and just watch the trailer because there are robot dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> like
1: apparently something happened in civilization, everybody died, and there's only a few survivors left, and they formed tribes and they, but whatever happened created or they were already here somehow robot dinosaurs. Just go watch the trailer. You you won't be sorry. It's so, like, it's so weird and cool. I'm really excited about it. I do not have a PS4 yet. So I guess I need to get to work on writing things so I can afford a PS4 to play this game
0: when it comes out. That sounds amazing. My next one is another movie. It's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So that is a new Harry Potter well, sat in the world of Harry Potter, uh, if you read the series, you will remember that one of the books that Harry Potter had in the curriculum at Hogwarts was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So this book is the life of the guy who wrote Fantastic Beasts. And the trailer is amazing. It's you know, it's written by J.K. Rowling. And I really cannot wait, because I love the Harry Potter books so much. We are actually doing a reread of all the Harry Potter books, um, the book smugglers this year. And I'm so excited about all of this. Even though, from the looks of it, there are no people of color in this movie. And I'm like, fuck, man, why must you ruin everything? They had such uh... a great chance to make it so cool. I know! They didn't do it! I know it's just like painful but uh, but I love this story so much I love Harry Potter so much my next book is called Sleeping Giants by Sylvain
1: Nouvelle so the reason I added this book initially was because all I saw was a line that said World War Z my favorite zombie book ever meets the Martian oh I was (laughs) like what? I don't Wait, even understand how that would combine with each other. But Well, I'm...
0: I know. I know the last zombies left behind.
1: So basically it's about a girl who falls through the ground and wakes up in like a hand of a giant and what? so like a like a giant metal hand. And so like the book's about like why these giant metal things are underneath the earth.
0: So, okay, so where are where are the zombies in this scenario? Um, That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> Is she a zombie? We're
1: going to find out. This comes out from Del Rey in April.
0: I'm there. I think I'm going to be there as well. See you there, friends. Yes, friend. I'll meet you. <laughs> right, I have another Harry Potter thing on my list. Of course you do. Yes, yeah, so as you know, or maybe you don't, there's going to be a play. Harry Potter play that is officially the eighth book in the series or the eighth story in the series, and it's um, a sequel to *Deathly Hallows*, but it, it's in the future and it features Harry Potter's son going to Hogwarts. And it's called *Harry Potter and the Cursed Child*, and I've already have tickets for it. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, I know I was online the day that they released the tickets and I had an early uh, pin to get in line ahead of everybody because I had signed up for it. And it took me five hours waiting online to get to my turn. And the cool thing is that it's actually two parts. Part one is at half past one in the afternoon. And it's, I think it's three hours long. And then part two is on the same day at half past six. And I've got tickets for me and for Thea. She's coming over for Nine Worlds and for this.
1: That's amazing.
0: I'm so excited. I am just like so excited. And the coolest thing, talk about diversity. The um, actress that they picked to play Hermione is actually black.
1: Did you see that? Oh, oh, I saw because I saw all the racist shitheads that were like, this can't happen. And I'm just like, you're a racist shithead. Shut up.
0: Totally. Yeah. So I'm so excited for that. I just cannot wait. I'm going to shit my pants. I just know it. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Well, please take a change of clothes.
0: <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, I have to take two because there'll be two plates. So.
1: <laughs> In fact, maybe you just want to pack an entire bag full of underwear and pants at this point. Yes. If you can't control your bowels if the excitement gets too much, you want to have those on hand. Yes. Speaking of excitement, I'm pretty excited, too, because I love a video game called Mass Effect. Thanks a lot, Susan, for getting me hooked on this heartbreaking video game series. I really appreciate that. But I love this series a whole lot. And they completed the trilogy, which means I played through. But now they're coming out with another game set elsewhere in the future with different characters. And it's a whole new story. And it's called Mass Effect Andromeda. And I am super excited for this game. <laughs> Space video games. I'm so excited. I love space.
0: You love space. There's a lot of space shit on your list. They're, hey, space is cool. It's cooler space if it happens cool. in space. It's cool. That's true. That's true. So I, would, I
1: I agree. We know nothing about like the characters, I think, but they they released a trailer. Also worth looking up because it's beautiful. It's a beautiful trailer. The graphics are really pretty. So if you're into like cool space graphics, you might want to look up the trailer and watch it, even if you don't play video games yeah i'm really excited about this game i yeah. need to afford a ps4 so i can play it
0: is that the only way to play it
1: yeah i think so there might be a I, computer I, version I, but I, I don't know I, I don't like playing i don't like playing like controller games kind of on like pc it really like it wigs me out i don't i, I just don't get into it i like play, like if if it requires like a controller i like playing it on a console on a very I, large I, screen I literally have no idea what that means. Well, Anna, one day I'll get you up on some games like Cattleful Boyfriend, which I have been playing, which I think you would love. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure thing, but. Oh. Like, it's all you do is read and make choices. That's it. That's the game. You read and make choices. Hmm. And I really think you would like this stupid game. It's so ridiculous, <laughs> but great. Kate was not lying. So, when do you get a new computer? Maybe you can try playing it.
0: Okay, we shall see. Okay, I'll make no promises. No promises,
1: but... No promises. Okay, everybody, it's on record. We have a tentative maybe. tentative
0: tentative maybe. maybe. (laughs) I'll take
1: it. I'm taking it. Let's move on before you change your mind.
0: Okay. My next one is another YA novel. It's a fantasy. And I am so excited for this because it's being billed as... Game of Thrones meets Graceland, And it's called Daughters of Ruin by K.D. Kastner. And listen to this. It's about four fierce princesses that are from neighboring kingdoms. And they are told they are, they are friends, but they are, in fact, enemies because their kingdoms are at war with each other. So they are four main Female characters—they are best friends turned enemies. Oh no! I'm just but, so oh, yes. I'm so into this. I am so into this shit, man. That sounds amazing. I'm oh, to read oh, this. And the cover—the cover is beautiful. "Daughters of Ruins" the name. Get Sign on that, up. Renee. Sign Get on up. that.
1: I'm gonna go add it immediately to my Goodreads page.
0: Everybody, do it. It's out in April, so it's not long to go. All right. So,
1: finally. Finally, Company Town by Madeline Ashby is coming out, and I will be able to read it. I think I've already put this book on a list before, but it got moved. And I think (laughs) I have had it on my to-read list every year for, like, three years now or something. It's ridiculous. I wanted to read this book for so long. I really want to read it as well. Have you read any of her fiction before? I've read VN, and I loved VN a whole lot. Okay. I started ID, but then I think I was trying to read that deal when I was working and that didn't work out. So I haven't finished it, but I've read half of it and I need to go back and finish it. Well, all I know is that I loved VN and I loved the way the the premise of Company Town sounded. So I added it to my list and I've been adding it to my list for years. So maybe this time, maybe this time I'll actually get to read it and tell everybody how it is. This, I hope it hasn't been overhyped because of the three year wait or something oh those, god it was like yeah. a decade i'm really worried about the hype now i'm like i really want to read this book this is the downside of like finding out books are coming out before they actually come out because what if they get moved because yeah i then know you're like then you're like fuck okay i have to wait but then it just gets bigger and bigger in your head and you're like it Listen, keeps moving i'm just really
0: <laughs> i've been waiting five years for the new megan william turner book okay Oh five God. years. It takes her five years to write every book in this series. That's a long time, Anna. That's it, some it, create, it creates a lot of
1: expectation. It does. I mean? So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be patient. It's gonna be okay. I'm just gonna go into it with an open mind and not like be like, this is gonna blow my mind. Because when I go into books like that, I inevitably get disappointed. Like yeah. I did that last year with the dinosaur lords. I'm like, this is gonna be great, and then it was uh-huh. like a sh- pile of shit. So.
0: <laughs> what a- i
1: mean i don't know how you fucking ruined dinosaurs but that book t- managed to do it in the first three chapters
0: <laughs> oh my god my next one comes out in three weeks and i was in new york this weekend to have a meeting with Taya, and she had an arc and i just stole it <laughs> I fucking stole her ARC, even though I know that she wants to read it. So I feel really bad about it right now. You'll, you'll get
1: over it. As well, as not really. It. You'll get over it. It's fine.
0: So it's A Gathering of Shadows by V. Schwab. The oh, super- wow. A Darker Shade of Magic. Which just got
1: optioned for TV.
0: For a TV show. I know. Listen, the first book was so amazing. No,
1: you don't have to tell me because Curtis, like my, the chair of my committee uh, in the OTW... He's been like, you need to read this book. Read this book. It's great. Read it. Read it. Read it.
0: Renee, I just can feel it. You're going to love this so fucking much. I I know you will.
1: I told him, like, after he told me he liked the first one, I saw that there was a sequel and it wasn't out until this year. And I told him this, like, last year, like, right after we finished it. He was like, how could you tell me this so early? (laughs) I'm a
0: menace. I am so excited to read this. It's, I'm going to be reading that. Very soon. Well you have a list at this point. I do have a list at this point. I have to, I have four books to read before I can get to this one. So it's not long to go. Jesus. And it has the most amazing characters and I've just I shipped two of them so hard, but so hard, and I know that you will too. Well we'll I see. Just, I just my... I just know it. I just know it. Oh, I, I have to say I have been a fan of Vishwab for a long time. She published a YA novel years and years and years ago that no one read, no one reviewed. And I read it and I fell in love with it. It's called The Near Witch. And it was such a beautiful book, but it was so... It it just disappeared online. and, And then she went on to write Vicious and... This series, A Darker Shade of Magic. And she's now blowing up online so much. Well deservedly. Because she's such an amazing writer. But if you want to go back and read a really beautiful, understated story of a girl. It's called The Near Witch. I don't
1: know if I have... What am I going to put this... Do you know what I have on my reading list? It's like Down Below Station by CJ Cherry. It's got 526 pages. Okay. It's <laughs> and then like after that, it's like... I have to read
0: something else
1: called Illuminae. Somebody wrecked that to me. I wonder who. Yes, 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 yes!
0: I got a little excited there.
1: <laughs> and then I also have to read the Star Wars normalization because reasons.
0: Oh my god, you're gonna! Oh please, can read Illuminae next. I can't. I have to read. I have
1: to read <laughs> *Dumbledore Station*. It's part of my. It's part. Of... It was one of my um DAR selections.
0: Oh man
1: sorry illuminate will just have to be patient
0: Oh, uh, that book is so amazing it's so much fun Renee. it's in space uh, well, and it has and it has zombies
1: are you spoiling the book for me now anna no no okay.
0: that's all part of the blurb that's all part of the i haven't blurb. read the blurb i never read the blurb yeah. i just took your recommendation you just okay, said read so it okay. and i just
1: like okay i'll check this out from the library here it is on the shelf right. <laughs>
0: Alright, I'm not going to say anything else. Okay, that's fine. I didn't, I didn't spoil anything, I swear. Okay. So what's your last one? My last thing
1: is also a video game.
0: Oh my god. I know, right? It's I want all
1: these games. They're so pretty. So this one's called No Man's Sky. And it's basically like a science-based exploration game where you go to a bunch of different planets and you explore them and you discover things about them. And I'm not really sure exactly how it's meant to work. Like I don't know how expansive like the worlds are. But, like, I was looking at the trailer, and the trailer is gorgeous. I am super excited. It's like a first-person view. Again, even if you don't play video games, feel free to just go look at how pretty it is. It's just really pretty. I don't have a PS4, so I can't play it. But I'm excited. Right. (laughs) I'll eventually get a PS4. (laughs) Zach will listen to this and hopefully take pity on me. Zach!
0: (laughs) Is is that what you're doing? No. Is that part of that no. part of your plan.
1: It, it won't work. His finances are my finances. I know what I know what our situation is. I can't afford a PS4 right now, but it's okay. I we'll, we'll get there. What's your last thing?
0: It's the Deadpool movie. I am so excited about this. Have you been following all the marketing materials that they are they are doing? It's yes. so clever. It's so hilarious and funny. I love it. I just I yeah. But I'm, I'm so a little nervous
1: about it too because Deadpool as a character is kind of dark, and the stuff that happens to him is not very nice. Or I know and he's not very,
0: and he's not a nice person
1: either. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see the like the the response to the movie. I'm going to go see it, of course, because it look like it just looks like fun to watch. just yes. in general, because of the action and the way that they're presenting the action as it related to the character so yeah i'm gonna go well also we'll i have
0: i have two words for you oh no ryan reynolds
1: i mean yes except for the part where he's made to look really not attractive uh,
0: uh, but his voice i love his voice That's <laughs> he's very he's very comedic he's very comedic i love it i love his delivery so i think you should get him to do book Swingler's ads for you <laughs> wouldn't that be nice in, is
1: so- in, in a dream world where you could afford him, yes, it would be really nice. That was so many things, Anna. We're looking forward to so many things.
0: Did you notice that there is a lack of comic books?
1: There is a lack of comic books, but I think my lack of comic books is mostly just because I'm I'm reading what I want to read right now in floppy. Right. Okay. I mean, I am looking forward to the trade for Rat Queens, but right. I didn't notice. I didn't know it was coming out because they've had a lot of artist problems, and it was a lot of the issues were delayed and the trade was delayed, so I didn't actually know it was coming out until, like, a few days ago. So that's why I saw on my list. Red Queens, Volume 3. Well, on the plus side, we made it to the end of the episode. Yay! We did it! We don't have any wrecks today because we just gave you a bunch of wrecks to go and obsess over. You're welcome.
0: I have a recommendation. Go watch The X Files. All ten seasons of it. Oh my
1: god. Well, if you get to do that, I'd be like, go go listen to the Black Tapes podcast. <laughs> the all, like, 12 episodes of the first season. <laughs> Good work on fast recommendations this week. Exactly.
0: Well, you know, we are learning. It's a process. <laughs> and we finally we're got just... to the point where we're just throwing up words out there. We're baby podcasters. We'll get there. It's cool. Eventually. We will include links to all of the books that we included on uh, this episode and books and TVs and movies and games with these show notes and what are you looking forward to consuming in 2016 just let us know on twitter by email we, you know that we love to hear from you so it's bye from me and it's bye from Renee bye bye see you next time Fangirl Happy Hour is Renee Williams and me, Anna Grelo. Renee is also our producer. You'll find links to some of our discussion topics in our show notes at fangirlhappyhour.com. You can email us at fangirlhappyhour at gmail.com. You can also find us on Tumblr and Facebook at Fangirl Happy Hour, one long word, no spaces. You can chat with us on Twitter at Fangirl Anna is also at Book Smugglers and Renee at Renee. Our music is by Boxcat Games. Our logo is by Very Talented Era. You can commission them at justera.tumblr.com. For both myself and Renee, thanks for listening. See you next episode. Is it like a Sunday morning? It's not